Turn in your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 2, and if you've got notes on your smartphone, you can turn to your notes. <laughs> A lot of good it'll do you, but thank God I'm saved, amen? amen? If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed, amen? There you go. No better way to be than uh, cut loose by the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's the new birth, amen? I'm a new man inside, 33-year-old male. You can't tell it by looking here, but I'm invincible inside. But this, uh, this old flesh, you know, I'm waiting for the upper taker. That's right. And my brother is over at the VA in Leestown. He's waiting for the upper taker in the hospice, so you pray for him. Uh, but I had a good, I've had some good visits with him since I've been here, and I'll see him again before I head back out to Missouri. And uh, so he's ready to meet the Lord, so... Uh, that's a good home going. When You know, when you're gone overseas or someplace and it's time to go home, that's all you can think about, going home. Amen? And that's that's the way a Christian ought to look at it. Amen. Our, this whole world's not our home. We're just staying here, as they say. They asked me, where you where you live now? I said, I'm just staying in Branson right now, you know. I'm waiting for the upper taker, waiting for the Lord yeah. to come back. So you got Second Timothy? Okay, chapter 2, and look at verse 1, and this is kind of a patriotic uh, message here tonight, but I want to give you the, the dessert first here tonight. Uh, my cohorts, I've been, I would be going back and forth to Hong Kong, China, and Taiwan, but Xi Jinping and COVID and Fauci and the thing in Washington, <laughs> we call him the thing, amen? It's worse than the thing. How many of you ever saw the thing? Okay, never mind. You don't need to see it. Well, you've heard about the thing up there, and you've probably seen him on television. Amen. And anybody that ever voted for the thing deserves what they're getting. Amen. There you go. And it's judgment from God Almighty, I'm telling you. And America really needs, really deserves judgment, right? They deserve it. It's turned into Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, we're past... Noah's day, I, I like to tell people, you know, we're here, we're left here like Noah, 120 years plus seven days as a testimony against them, but we're in the Laodicean period, and that's Lot's days, and Lot didn't have much of a testimony, that reprobate, but he got saved out of there, you know, but, you know, the Laodicean age folks are like Lot, they make God sick, yeah. it makes him want to spew, have you ever spewed? I have, sure. it's not fun, you know, but... That's, that's how sick the Laodicean age makes God, you know. But I, I hope I'm not a Christian that makes God sick. Amen? Are you? That's just a question, you know, that's rhetorical. You don't have to raise your hand, get on your knees or anything like that unless you just feel the Spirit moving. <laughs> Amen? But uh, get right with the Lord if you're not right with the Lord. That's all there is to it. It's simple. Amen? Get close to Jesus. Know Jesus? Guess what? No peace. No peace. No Jesus, no peace. Plain and simple. Amen? Just like the simple plan of salvation. Okay? Okay, Second Timothy chapter 2. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. The same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure heart. Uh, hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that in warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. Amen. 
I'm a soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm a Marine, really, you know, but I'm still the soldier of the cross. Amen? Amen. And you are, too. You ought to be a good soldier of the cross. You ought to take up your cross, Jesus said, and follow him. No cross, no crown. Plain and simple. Read the book. That's the instruction book. And book tells you what you need to do. Amen? And how to follow. It's trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to... Trust and obey. Amen. So the Apostle, the Apostle Paul tells Timothy there, and I, I'm going to get back here to this, uh, my notes, uh, so I can give you a couple of little things here. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13, you want to write it down? It says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. You need help? Get, tell it to Jesus. Amen. 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 He'll help you. He's promised. He, he is in you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He gave you that promise. You can go over reading the book of Hebrews where it says, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. Right. Amen. He's there. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Does he live in your heart tonight by faith in the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Amen. Christ by the new birth? Amen. That's that freedom cut loose by the Holy Spirit of God, right. that new birth. And, uh, of course, uh, you don't want to follow this old boy called Einstein. You know, the relativity guy, you know. Everything's relative now, you know. No real absolute truth. So let me tell you something. You got the absolute truth if you got a King James Bible. And I'm talking about the old King James Bible, AV 1611. The text is the same. Don't let them give you that baloney about, you know, the words, the spelling, and, you know, the English and all that kind of stuff. The text is the same. There's no difference. It's all the same. It's God's holy word. So you want to get in that book, and you want to trust the Lord Jesus Christ and stay close to the Lord Jesus Christ and not forsake him and not be like Einstein and the boys. Einstein said, uh, the word God is for me nothing more than an expression and a product of human weakness. That's like some of the people said, oh, your Christianity is just like crutches for you. I said, son, uh, don't be worrying about crutches. You're crippled too high for crutches. You got that? Crippled too high for crutches. That's an old Marine Corps saying, you know. And they got uh, dung for brain, as the Apostle Paul said. Amen? You, you got that one, idiot. They never did update that word in the new Bibles, did they? Dung for brains. That's what we got in Washington, D.C. Amen? Okay, the word of God is for me nothing more than expression, a product of human weaknesses. The Bible, a collection of honorable but still primitive legends, which are nevertheless pretty childish. Have you seen the emoji? <laughs> a crazy face, you know. That boy is insane. And we got an insane asylum now run by the inmates. That's a tough situation, isn't it? Lester Roloff said that. I won't take credit for it. I have to tell you, Lester Roloff said that a long, long time ago. When I was first saved back in 1964, he was saying that, and maybe even before that. And it's getting worse. That's what the Lord said. It would get worse, didn't he? Yes, sir. It'll wax worse. And it's not going to get better till Jesus fixes Amen. it. And the only way that you can get fixed is to get in Jesus Christ. Amen. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Yes, a new creature in Christ Jesus. I was witness to a black guy over at the VA and some black guys on the corner down in Branson. And they're talking about this uh, 
Jesus loves the little children, yellow, brown, black, and white. I said, hey, you guys are going to keep doing the same old thing. You know that's a sign of insanity. You keep doing the same old wrong thing over and over and over. You know, I had Dr. Rose, he used to bowl, you know, and he used to throw them gutter balls. You know what a gutter ball is? It ain't, fun. It ain't a pretty sight to see that gutter ball. And old Brother Woodworth, he'd throw those gutter balls, and he'd come back and he'd stomp the floor, and he said, I know what I'm doing wrong, but I can't help it. <laughs> but Jesus can help you. That's what God said over there in Isaiah 41, didn't he? He said he'd hold your right hand and he'd help you. And uh, so what you need to do is just trust the Lord Jesus Christ, you know. And, and uh, the Bible says, we're talking about the military times in which we live. And uh, you, you don't want to get entangled, as Paul said here, with the world. You want to... Serve the Lord Jesus Christ. You want to put him first. Go ahead and vote and all that kind of stuff, but don't let them entangle yourself with that mess. You want to serve Jesus Christ. That's who saved you, and he saved you to serve. Amen? We wait on the Lord, and our waiting on the Lord is serving the Lord Jesus Christ in the spirit of, in the spirit of truth. And so the Bible is very clear about those things, about serving the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, uh, I keep... Uh, my my uh my notes keep disappearing on me here. Hang on just one minute. Not a whole minute, just part of a minute. But anyway, the, the Bible tells us uh in the Bible there, be strong. Jesus said, Now let's listen to Jesus. They're trying to take your weapons away from you. Now don't be calling a weapon a gun. I'm telling you, there's nothing more obscene to hear these people calling a weapon a gun. Yeah. I, I can't say what we used to say in the Marine Corps, but I can teach you something, but it's not really proper, you know. But what, this is what Jesus said. When a strong man, armed, keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. You got that? Jesus said that. Yeah. Forget this uh, weapons control and all that kind of stuff these fools are talking about in the world today. And General MacArthur came up and he said at West Point, now I told the guy over here at the least town here, well, day before yesterday, he kind of showed me in and you have to go through the protocols and all that kind of stuff, you know. And, uh, of course, uh, that's okay uh, under the circumstances. And uh, he was telling, boy, this place is in a mess. I said, what, are you having trouble around here? He said, no, I mean the world. It's in a mess. I said, well, it's in a mess. It ain't going to get any better, better until Jesus comes and takes care of it. And the way God's going to take care of it. Did you ever hear Joshua? You know what Joshua did? He killed them all. And that's what Jesus is going to do. He's going to stomp them. And the blood's going to run as deep as the horse's bridles for about 180 miles. And 60 miles or more wide. And they're going to try it twice. Can you imagine it? You talk about insane. After the devil's locked up for a thousand years, he's going to be released for a little season. He's right. going to gather up all, all disgruntles who wouldn't pay attention yep. after being ruled under a rod of iron. And he's going to get them birds. And they'll say, let's go one more time. Jiao, as we say in Chinese. You know, that means pour on the oil. Well, <laughs> They're going to get it again, battle of Gog and Magog. And then after he kills them, judges them at the great white throne, judges them, puts them in the lake of fire where the worm dieth not, 
You know, man is devolving. He's not evolving. Right. You know how lost people are going to end up? A red maggot in the lake of fire, weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth, where the smoke of their torment goes up and up forever and forever and forever. I'm glad I'm not going to that place. You talk about an insane solemn. I mean, if one flew over to cuckoo's nest, is nothing to compare to that place. MacArthur said, duty, honor, country. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, the whole duty of man is to fear God. A lot of people say, you don't need to fear God. You better fear God. (laughs) You better fear God. He could put your soul in a lake of fire. And you'll lose your soul where your worm dieth not. (laughs) You don't want to end up a red maggot in the lake of fire. You'll stand up. You won't stand. You'll be before the great white throne judgment because you won't have a leg to stand on. You ever see a worm that had legs? Uh, No, unless it was a centipede, you know. And it's got a lot of legs, but you're not going to be that variety. You're going to be just like you were conceived. Somebody asked me, how old a boy are you now? And I said, well, uh, November, I'll be 85, 86 counting conception. And he said, counting conception? I said, yeah, well, you know, Chinese count from conception. And I said, I count from conception. And I'll just tell you the truth, there are more people counting from conception, conception there'd be less murder. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah. There you go. That, that, that startles a lot of folks when you tell truth. Truth is more, is more surprising than fiction is, you know. <laughs> but read the Bible. The, Mark Twain, a lot of people say, well, I don't understand the Bible. And Mark, they asked Mark Twain that one time. And hey, Mark, uh, what is it about the Bible that bothers you? He said, it's not, uh, it's not what I don't understand about the Bible that bothers me. It's what I understand that bothers me. And that's what bothers you if you're unsaved because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And you're going to die and go to hell unless you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and be born again of the Spirit of God. There you go. That's the way it goes. Duty, honor, and country. Duty, honor, and country. The the guy where I was telling you about, he asked me, this is a mess. I said, well, for starters, you know, I can remember back as a young lad, you know, back a while. And I said, the only trouble that they had back in MacArthur's day is they didn't pay any attention to him. What they should have done, what he wanted to do, is kill all the communists. And I said, we'd have less trouble with communists today. Uh, But you still have the old nature, you know. Somebody had come up with a new, they come up now, it's instead of communists, international socialist communists. You know, or they want to be some other uh, green New Deal imbecile you know or something like that you know they'll they'll dream up something new you know they're always talking about something new if you go read the book of acts the apostle paul was preaching there and the athenians were always gathering together and discussing and telling all the things new and paul come to him and said hey uh, you, you seem a little superstitious to me here he said let me tell you about that uh, unknown god <laughs> that you worship there. Yes, sir. And he's talking about Jesus Christ, yes, our Lord. Amen. Because Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, That's for it's right. the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Yeah. Right. 
Amen? Are you ashamed of the gospel? Do you tell people about Jesus Christ? Or are you like old Jimmy Epperson and the guys getting out on the street and tell them, regardless of, well, hey, it, it, it's their choice. Just give the message, amen? That's what Jesus told to do. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And there's plenty of creatures out there nowadays. Man, I mean to tell you, they might have some kind of wrapper on them, but you don't know what in the world's underneath the wrapper. I'm thinking. I'm just, you know, giving you a little food for thought here, you know. I mean, the devil can appear as an angel of light. Sir, reckon what his kitties can morph into or something like that, you know. It's a spooky world, I'm telling you. I mean, you don't have to go to the horror show. Just read the Bible. It'll tell you about all the horrible things uh, that you can avoid, amen? Resist the devil and he'll flee from you, amen? You got to resist, though. You know who your three greatest enemies are? Go look in the mirror tomorrow. That's, That's your greatest one right there, the old flesh. Yes, sir. I hate to look in the mirror. Yes, sir. Because I get uglier every day. I'm looking for that new body. Amen. That the Lord Jesus Christ is going to give me. Oh, supernatural, celestial, 33-year-old male, just like Jesus, eternal. Amen. Can you imagine it? Boy. I mean, I had a lot of energy as a youth, you know, and I don't do too bad for five minutes now, but... Who's laughing back there? <laughs> well, let me tell you, the Lord is going to fix you. Amen? And he's the only one that can do it. Amen? He's the only one that can take care of this situation. And when I told you after he kills them all, puts them in the lake of fire, he's going to burn this place. He's prepared you a mansion in glory. Amen? You don't have to worry about a home. We got a mansion waiting for us. You believed in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. So don't be running around calling Jesus a liar. That's, that's Phariseeism and whatever else they come up with. Well, I want to tell you just in closing, there's only three things that are eternal. Amen? Your soul is eternal, whether you're lost or whether you're saved. Did you know that? A lot of people, you just think, I'm going to just die like a dog and go to the dust? Die like a horse, go to the dust? Boy, these Kentuckians around here with their thoroughbreds, they ain't wanting to hear that one, are they? Just dust. But you, if you're unsaved, you're going to end up a red maggot. Where the worm dieth not, read it. It's in the book. Where where their worm dieth not. That's the end of an unsaved person. Just like you started out at conception, I said. That little (laughs) tadpole-like, you know. There you go. The book's got the answers. So let me tell you something. Get right with Jesus if you're not right with Jesus. Get in Jesus if you're not in Jesus. Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door. You know what the important thing is, is... Uh, somebody said there's no doorknob on the door outside. You got to open inside. And you got to hear my voice. Hear my voice. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. You know, the comforter. 
to, Holy Spirit came to convict of sin, of righteousness, and of the judgment to come. Mm. So eternal, your soul is eternal if you're lost. Your soul is eternal and you'll have a glorified body just like the Lord Jesus Christ, 33-year-old male, for all eternity, never ending, never ending. You ever, they, they, they write stories about the, the never-ending tale and all those different kinds of things. Well, let me tell you something. That's never-ending, and neither is hell. It's forever weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth, and the smoke of the torment goes up and up and up forever and forever and forever. Let me tell you just here real quick, and I'm going to close, that there's uh, three things that we need to stick to and preach. And the first one, there's only one begotten book. And that's found in Psalm chapter 12. You read it. That's homework. Ah, I like subbing and all that. Because so my wife was a teacher overseas, you know. And I used to see those teachers. And I'd go in and sub for them and different things like that. And I taught some classes in Hong Kong in the Cantonese schools and stuff like that. But I always liked to give homework, you know. And the students would go, <laughs> And that's about the way the church is when you tell them you got a little homework. We want you to read your Bible when you get home. Oh, you mean, you mean, where is it? <laughs> okay. Some of you know where it is, amen. Sure. You probably got it on your lap. Amen. Praise God. Only one begotten book. God wrote it and God preserved it. Amen. And it's in my heart. And it saved me. I was born again of the word of God. That's right. Amen. Right. There you go. It's begotten. It come from God Almighty. It's not a man-made book. God wrote it and He preserved it. And anybody thinks otherwise need to get a checkup from the neck up, as we said in the Marine Corps, and maybe one from the neck down about eighteen inches spiritually. Amen. So the only begotten book. You got the only begotten Son. That's the Lord Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son. That means He was born by the Holy Spirit of God. A virgin shall conceive and bring forth a child, and they shall call His name Jesus, for He shall save His people from their sins. Nobody ever was born like that again, and nobody ever will be. Begotten. Begotten. Only begotten Son. Only. You got that? Only. (laughs) And then there's the, the first begotten from the dead. And this is found in uh, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5. The first begotten from the dead, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is a faithful witness, the first begotten from the dead who washed us from our sins in his own blood. Holy blood, God's blood. That begotten from the dead... That means he came up out of the grave under his own power, never to die again. That's right. And he's seated on the right hand of God the Father, making intercession for all that will come unto God by him. Will you come today? Jesus is waiting. Amen. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. Boy, that's what people are looking for nowadays, aren't they? Especially when they go to the gas pump. Lord, help me. (laughs) Wow.
Well, maybe we're past help. Maybe we just need a little judgment. I, you know, I'm a depression baby. My brother's almost four, year, well, four and a half years younger than me. He's bigger than me. And people always ask, he's younger than you and he's bigger than you? How did that happen? He said, he's a depression baby. He didn't get as much to eat as I did. <laughs> and now he's outrunning me. And I could always outrun him. And now he's outrunning me. I mean, so far, Lord willing, you know. I mean, you never know. I may drop over out there in the parking lot going over to get that, what is it? Hamburger and hot dog stuff. Don't forget about that, y'all. <laughs> That's some good stuff. And Brother Muncie's sneaking up on me. So I'm putting everything away. Did you get the message? Do your homework. Amen? You promise? Okay. 